Welcome to the Plants, Prana, and Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Paige Nelson, and together we will expand our minds and souls through conscious conversations. As a certified holistic nutritionist, yoga instructor, and wellness coach, I will be providing insights, tips, reflections, and inspiration on how to live a holistic, fulfilling, and aligned life. I am so excited and honored to have you here with me. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about my relationship with my body, as well as just how important it is to build a healthy relationship with our body and what that actually looks like. I have a very interesting relationship with my body. I grew up in the world of dance and my physical body was obviously a very prominent topic both how it felt because i was often in physical pain from dancing all the time as well as obviously how it looked not even necessarily like what it looked weight wise but you know you're in ballet class and they're like pull up your stomach squeeze your butt like make your neck longer so yes there was also the aspect of of the teachers and directors wanting your body to look a certain way um, weight wise, but there was also this form of having to contort your body to look a certain way to be in certain positions. So it was a very, very big, often talked about thing, as well as me constantly looking in the mirror, trying to shift how my body was looking or analyzing how my body was looking. And because of this, most of my life, I was trying to fit myself into this teeny tiny little body, as well as like I mentioned, battled a lot of physical pain and injury. And over the past few years, healing my relationship with my body and learning to more deeply listen to my body has been a really, really huge priority because I've noticed that it can take up a lot of my energy. And let me tell you, this is not something that is just fixed and healed. It is something that I am still having to work on on a daily basis. And I'm not upset about that. I'm not like, Oh, I wish my relationship with my body was better by now because I think throughout life, like especially as a woman and I mean, all people like your body is going to shift and change over time. And this is something that we really need to learn to accept. And it comes along with building a healthy relationship with your body. So before I dive into that, I wanted to mention that when I was dancing, I was probably about 10 to 15 pounds lighter than I am now. And I still hated my body. My relationship with my body was like a continuous battle as it continues to be and is for most women, whether you're a dancer or not. And what I really have come to realize now is that no matter what your weight is, like the actual number or the way you look in the mirror, there is always going to be something that if you're looking for the negative, you're going to be able to find it. You're always going to be able to pick something out that you don't like, no matter how much you work out, no matter how healthy you eat, because that is the way that our minds have been programmed to search for things that are negative or things that we don't like in ourselves rather than honoring and loving ourselves as we are in our 
wholeness. And so it really has to do with how you treat your body and understanding your body. And when I say how you treat your body, like I mentioned, it's not working out and eating healthy, but it's like actually loving, like, do I love my body? Not the way it looks, but this physical vessel that I am living and experiencing life through, like, do I love it? Am I grateful that I get to be alive? And this is the body that I am living in. And if I didn't have this body with all of my organs, with my heart pumping, with the blood rushing through my veins, I wouldn't be able to live. So there's a whole other form of loving your body that needs to be developed for us to actually have a good relationship with our body and to love and appreciate our body. So this topic really became apparent to me after traveling for like four months. And this is because I started to actually notice a change in my body. And being fully transparent, my body isn't necessarily where I would like it to be. The past year, or I guess it's been like nine months or so that I have been away from home has been a really, really deep time of healing and loving myself in a different way. And for a while, that didn't look like taking care of my physical body. Now, I'm not saying I just completely let myself go and ate a bunch of crappy food and didn't move my body, but it just looked a little bit different. I ate a lot of things that made me feel like nourished and at home and move my body in different ways that wasn't like working out intensely all the time. Also in Bali, it's really hard to just go for a walk. So I wasn't moving nearly as much as I was back home, but I was doing more gentle movements. I was doing soft feminine yoga flows and sitting in meditation. And with that came these different shifts in my body after being someone who would like do HIIT workouts two to three times a week, as well as do yoga and teach yoga and yoga sculpt and be in a hot yoga studio sweating and things shifted and changed because of where I was at in my life. And there was a reflection in that in my body. And because of this, it really opened up my mind to This idea that there's a time and place for certain things. There's a time and place to be eating the healthiest, absolute healthiest foods, working out, moving intensely, pushing your body. And there's also time for needing to soften and slow down and be in your feminine and step away from the masculine. And when you're in a time when you're healing and processing you need more energy to do that work. And if you are going out and pushing your body physically, you are not having as much energy to work on the healing and processing aspect. And so there's a time and place where your body may start to change. Just like, for instance, if you were to get pregnant, like your body is going to expand, you're going to gain weight because you are literally needing to nourish and feed and grow a human inside of you. And then you have your baby and your body completely shifts back. I mean, obviously with work and time, your body can shift back to where it was before and you can work out and you can eat differently. And 
there is a time and place for your body to shift and change. And I think that my body went through a really big time of, of needing to to just soften. And while I softened in my heart and my mind, this also softened my body. And so now I'm in a place where I'm like, okay, I've done so much healing, so much processing, and I'm really ready to get back into my body. And so I have been working out more. I'm going to the gym. I'm running. I am eating healthier. I am doing Pilates. And so I'm finding different ways to start to reincorporate movement and regain my strength and build muscle. And it's just really beautiful to know that like our lives and our bodies, they are going to go through cycles. And even especially as a woman, like even just within a month, within one of our cycles, it's so important to listen to our body and move and eat within the cycle. When you're menstruating, it's so important to rest. Like we are so conditioned to constantly push through, push through the pain, don't feel the pain. Even if you're like, oh, well, my body feels good enough. Like I could go to that workout. I could push myself. It's like, why should you? You are literally shedding a lining of your uterus. Like, why are you not resting? You should be resting. Your body needs energy to to menstruate. So it's like, let your body have that extra rest that it deserves. And this is what I'm talking about, that deep love for yourself. Like if your best friend was going through an intense breakup and she was like, oh, but I need to get to the workout and I'm slacking and da da da. You would say to her, like, listen, love, you are heartbroken right now. It's okay to rest. It's okay to not get out of bed. It's okay to cry, to eat that chocolate cake. Those are ways of loving yourself. And you would relay that to a friend. So why would you not say the same thing to yourself? And I'm not just talking about like if you're going through a breakup, but I'm talking about like needing energy for different things. Like the friend may need energy and rest to process the breakup, just like you need rest and energy to menstruate. So listening to the body is so important. And a really big part of what has gone wrong is over time, we have stopped listening. And because we stopped listening, now we don't have the same cues that we would have like our body needing to rest. Like now on my period, I actually feel like so incredibly exhausted for a couple of days, like three to four days, because I've actually started to rest during those times. So it's like my body is catching up. It's like, oh my God, like this is what is supposed to be happening. I'm supposed to be tired. I'm supposed to be resting. And I'm so much more in tune with that need for energetic rest during that time. Whereas before I would have suppressed that need, pushed past it, still gone to the gym, still worked out, still taught, still did all of these different things. But now that I'm actually taking a step back, it's like in any time when you finally pause and you finally rest, you're like, holy crap, I'm so tired. I did not realize it. So it, this is a really important thing for us to realize that we have been suppressing a lot of the cues that we need to tell us like how to naturally be and listen and love our bodies. 
But I wanted to kind of come back to how I am able to now listen and love my body in a different way without saying that I don't still have to navigate having negative thoughts or pain in my body. These are still things that are very present. And I think that oftentimes people think that like, we're not supposed to have negative thoughts. Like you shouldn't have to live with pain. You shouldn't have to have X, Y, Z. But the reality is these things are going to show up. And all that we can do is learn how to navigate life with them by our sides, essentially. So now when I have negative thoughts about my body, I just don't let them control me like I used to in the past, which would be, you know, trying to restrict my food and then binge eating, having to work out after dancing already for eight hours or six hours a day, doing literally crazy things. But now I know that my body is actually the vessel through which I get to experience this life. It's not just something that needs to look a certain way or needs to be a certain way so that I can dance or survive, but it actually is something much greater than that. And having a healthy body has to do with much more than just what your gene size is or like what your stomach looks like in photos. And So things that I do if I feel frustrated with how my physical body is looking is I actually close my eyes and step away from a mirror or whatever it is that I'm seeing my body in. And I ask myself, like, how does my body feel? This helps me to determine if I am really just in my head about like judging the way my body looks and comparing myself to society's norms of like or expectations of what a woman's body should look like or if there is actually some form of action that I can take am you know Does my stomach feel big because I'm actually bloated and I haven't really been eating healthy and I need to start to prioritize the foods that I'm putting in my body? Am I moving my body? Does my body feel like it's weak? Does it feel like it's inflamed? Or like if I open my eyes, you know, does my body feel okay, but I'm just not liking what I'm seeing in the mirror? And, you know, also asking, like, is my digestion okay? Am I going to the restroom? Do I feel like food is just sitting in my stomach or is it like naturally passing through me? So these are the kinds of questions that I ask myself and come back to when I'm feeling really judgmental about my body and want to connect to my body as more than just what it looks like, but actually this greater thing that is just allowing me to be and exist on this earth. And then when it comes to physical pain, because physical pain is something that I do experience, I have had back pain since I was in college and the pain has come and gone. A lot of it really healed when I started to do yoga and then it would come back here and there. And after I got in my accident in Costa Rica on the ATV last year, it's been something that I still am managing and struggling with, to be honest. However, there is a new level that I have been able to listen to the cues of my body so that I can determine whether this physical pain is like actually something physical, actually something structural that needs to be massaged or I need to go to a physio for 
or is it actually something that's emotional or energetic? Because this is something that happens really often. And I've noticed so much more that now that I actually understand that my body does speak to me and does have physical cues. Like one of these cues, for instance, is I occasionally get this sort of, I don't want to say sharp pain, but like surprising pain in my bladder. And I used to think that I either had a UTI or a bladder problem. And then I did some research and looked up online that the bladder is actually directly connected to fear. And so I started to question this, this cue in my bladder that I was getting. And every time I would get it, I would be like, am I in a state of fear right now? And I started to realize that every single time I was getting this signal in my bladder, it was because I was fearful of something, whether it was like driving my scooter for the first time or fear of the future, fear of ending a toxic relationship, fear of my financial situation, I would, I would get these cues. And so the more that I started to understand this, I was able to just realize that I was in a state of fear and be able to self regulate. And the cues started to go away. And now I hardly ever get them because I am just so much, much more in touch with myself. And in regards to my back pain, before I immediately assume that my back pain is linked to something physical or structural, I ask myself, like, am I experiencing anxiety? Because anxiety is also, as well as fear, are also linked to low back pain. And if I have stomach pain, I first ask myself if I'm experiencing stress. Am I holding on to anger? And if it feels bubbly, like am I not speaking my truth? Or am I in fear of the future? These are all metaphysical meanings of pain or discomfort in your stomach. So there's something called the metaphysical anatomy. And there's a whole book on this. I highly recommend looking into it. But basically, it tells us how pain in the body is linked to emotions. And having this heightened sense of awareness allows me to handle my physical pain um, or discomfort in a way that, that actually feels productive. And it doesn't feel like I'm constantly having structural and physical problems because actually most of the time my physical pain or like discomfort or like a little twitch or like a tiny bit of shoulder discomfort is actually linked to an emotion that really just needs to be processed. So one reason that I think that this is so important besides obviously like this, uh, this understanding is invaluable, but it helps to learn to love your body in a different way. It puts into perspective that your body is not just this thing that like needs to look cute in a bikini or your Instagram pictures, but it's actually this really beautiful, magical vessel that you every day wake up into this life in and it's with you from the moment you're born until the moment you die. And there's so much more to it. And yes, like I mentioned, like I still experience negative thoughts about my body because I live in a modern society where people are constantly judging and comparing bodies or posting pictures on Instagram in their bikini. And it's like really hard to not look at yourself and be like, Oh, I don't look like that. But 
having these understandings of your body and appreciating it for the physical form that it is really helps to come back and love your body in a completely different way. This type of understanding and loving of your body allows you to start to rewrite the programming that we were brought up with. And like for me, this programming that I need to be in this like tiny little ballerina body. Recently, I was like, oh my gosh, like this literally happened probably two months ago. I was like, oh my gosh, I can love my body and my curves. And I don't need to be this tiny little thing. Like I'm not a dancer anymore. And, you know, I don't even think dancers should have to look like that, but this is not who I am anymore. And I can just be me in my curvy body. And it's totally perfectly fine. And I just, it was such a funny moment for me because I was like, wow, I have been trying to fit myself in this tiny little body and and be skinny and lose weight and eat healthy to look a certain way when I just don't have to. Like, obviously I still want to eat healthy and work out and move my body because I love to do those things. But when you can do them because you love them and not because you feel like you have to, it shifts the energy so, so much and also becomes much more sustainable and much more out of acting in the frequency of love for yourself. So I wanted to wrap this up by saying that my body and I have a very funny relationship. It's not always positive. It's not always easygoing, but it's a funny relationship because I'm constantly having to like decode a lot of what she is telling me. Like for instance, those little cues, the little moments of pain in my bladder or the low back pain or these feelings of like my digestion not working. And so these, this is all information. So I'm constantly having to decode it. And it's like, we are playing a little game and she's like, Hey Paige, you're not eating as healthy as you should. Or Hey Paige, like you really need to move your body or Hey, you need to process this emotion or this experience. And it's kind of fun to be like, Oh, I need to listen. It's like, I'm, I'm getting a little ring on the phone, but it's just a, a message in my body. And this is not something that just comes. It's something that grows over time. And the more and more that I have listened, the more and more I hear the messages and I hear the cues that are trying to help me become more aware of my body. So even though it's a little funny and even though it's a little tricky, I am super grateful for my relationship with my body and I wouldn't have it any other way. And I hope that you can take in this information and that you can let it sit with you and hopefully it resonates. But I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day or week or month or all of it. (laughs) And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you again for listening to the Plants, Prana, and Purpose podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the release of my next episode. If you feel inspired by what was on the pod today, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly helps the podcast so much. In addition, if you're feeling called to support the podcast in another way, you can send a donation using the link in the show notes. Any small contribution truly makes a difference. This will help me consistently create and put out content for you guys. I am sending each and every one of you all of my love. See you next time.